whether or not we all realize it, those of us who serve the Lord are participating in the most epic adventure of all time, space, and history. I think it's about time that we start celebrating the miraculous and wonderful ways that God touches our lives in everyday circumstances. I'm Karen Pennington, and this is Daily Adventures in Grace. Good morning, friends. Karen Pennington here, and I have another question for you. Do you have a fast food faith? Let me back up and explain. I'll tell you what. I do have a little bit of a fast food problem. I try not to eat it. I'm like any kind of a holic who just says I'll try to stay away from it. Um, I do have a bit of an addiction to carbohydrates and fried food. So I try not to eat it very much. You know, I try to give myself a day or two a week. And But... Um, on those days where I have a very long day and sometimes maybe I don't eat the way I should, I tend to have a moment of weakness. And I did last night. I partly blame my husband because he started it. I just, I went on with it because we're, so we had a long day and we'd been, done a bunch of different things. We had to go out. We were at the gym. <laughs> Counteracted that one later on. But we had to go to the gym. Then we're at the prayer meeting at church and the prayer meeting went a little longer. Then we got in a... Um, conversation with someone so pretty soon it's like nine o'clock and we hadn't had much of anything we should have had that day to eat and so we made it all the way to about four blocks from home and my husband's like I'm going through the drive-thru I just don't care and um, I'm thinking well that'll be bad for him and then he says do you want anything I'm thinking that's not good but oh well it's up to you and he said do you want anything and I go of course and (laughs) I get probably the worst possible thing for me jalapeno poppers very cheap they taste so good, so horrible for you. I ate, I ate eight, eight of them. Eight, I did not need one. I ate eight of them, and I liked every bit of it. And I, I don't know if "eat" is the right word. I like. I was so hungry. I like, it's like a vacuum cleaner. I like inhaled them, and I got home, and I'm like, oh, two thoughts. I have a stomach ache, and what else is there to eat? <laughs> because. Is when I eat those kinds of foods, one of the reasons, first of all, they always make me feel yucky. Secondly, they always make me feel hungry. There's something about that carb thing where you just keep wanting more and more and more. And there's nothing wrong with carbohydrates. You're supposed to have a certain part of them. But when you eat certain kinds of food that have like empty calories, like I'm sure all the calories were deep fried out of those poppers that I ate. Anything that was nutritional was gone and replaced with oils. But you eat those kinds of things and two things happen. You're not nourished. You do end up gaining a little bit of weight and you're not satisfied because you're not nourished as opposed to just feeding yourself over, you know, throughout the day on the things you need and then ultimately maybe having one really good meal at the end of the day or at the beginning. And uh, I've really been trying lately. I've struggled a lot with weight my whole life and I pretty much have it under control now. We've gotten a little help and... Um, I still struggle a lot. It's, it's a daily thing where I have to really be careful. First of all, to be wait for the good things, not to just get up in the morning and eat a candy bar, but you know, to eat, drink the water and wait for the time it takes maybe to make the eggs or things like that. But also, while we're waiting on these nice things to nourish myself, to put the right things into my body so that I'm not at that 
drive-through crisis point at the end of the day where I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm getting a cheeseburger. I'm getting French fries. And then the next two hours later, I want the same thing. Or I'm getting pizza. It's cheap. It's easy. We have a drive-through faith in this culture. Let's be honest, just like anything else, if we don't see immediate results, we don't feel satisfied. Um, That delayed gratification, that sense of delayed gratification seems to be a lost art with our children. And we just simply don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. We don't want to do it. We don't want to wait. We may have nothing else to do, but we'd rather play a video game then make a proper meal and I mean to a certain extent that's okay and there's but there's there's a few days a few days in our culture where sometimes maybe we've recovered it and those are the days you know of celebration we still might eat too much but we're eating good stuff you know that's the day where someone in the family cares and loves us so much and loves celebration that they prepare for weeks I mean even the decorations are great and then that morning they'll spend hours and hours and hours and hours and for some of us, that's even a joy. I'm not, I don't love cooking, but on Christmas, I kind of enjoy that thing about preparing something for people I love. I enjoy the process. And, and thinking about it, I wish there was more in me, something I need to do where that process of being nourished, not that I have to make a turkey every day, that's not the point, but where I start enjoying that process of being nourished, it's a huge part of who we are to be able to connect and create and enjoy that process and not have to get to the creation. Like we have to be so, I have to see it right now. I have to see it right now. Like we lose the joy of the process when we have to have the results right that second. And honestly, in our own life, there are so many results. We can see fruits right now. We can see results in this life, but there are so many things even more so that we're not going to see on this side of heaven So when we're living for results instead of the process, we're losing the joy of the journey, you know? I look at the Bible, and I'd mentioned the other day, I was a little frustrated um, because I didn't know what was going on with with Jesus and his childhood. All we know is that he grew. Um, Even the Bible doesn't always talk about the prep time. You know, those in-between times, uh, that 18 years between when he was lost at the temple and his parents found him and when he was an adult there was prep time there even god went through prep time you know um we don't like looking at it you know you look at the even the cooking shows you look at and people they'll tell you the steps and some people can't even sit to know the steps but you won't sit there and watch them chop the onions they'll say chop the onions voila here's chopped onions put it in the oven for two and a half hours voila here it is out of the oven you know even when we're looking at the process, we don't really want to see the process. You know, maybe that's why we don't like the books of the Old Testament so much. We we like shy away from the whole book of Leviticus. So much of it is about preparing to have festivals and festivals. And this is what you need to do to prepare the lamb. And this is what you need to do to prepare yourself. And we want to hear that. <laughs> we didn't even want to hear about the festivals. We're just like, okay, wait, Jesus came. Never mind. We see the result. And But this joy and I can't imagine they like they had just left slavery and they're like we want to know how do we do this right how do we do this properly and maybe they didn't want to know I don't know but so Moses is telling them you know what you really want to celebrate God here's a way to do it you really want to have forgiveness of sins you really want to repent here's the right way to do it and then that whole book of Deuteronomy the entire book 
can be summed up in three words. Prepare for victory. Remember, learn, keep things in your mind. Like there's a studying aspect there. There's a uh, reflection aspect in there. There's definitely a celebration aspect in there. But I can't imagine. I'm sure that some of the people who have been wandering around for 40 years, also a preparation time, by the way, are probably going, okay, yeah, Yamo, let's just cross the Jordan. We're ready. We've been waiting a couple hundred years, and he's still to the very last going, no, prepare, prepare, prepare. Uh, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Even before Jesus came, he was there. He was sick. His cousin, six months old, older than him, John the Baptist, was going around saying, okay, the time is right. And even then, there was a preparation time because, well, heavens, we don't want to not be ready. Do you, do you want to need a turkey that's uncooked? Do you want to eat a cake batter that's unmixed? Do you want to eat a sandwich that's unmade? You know, have you ever just been making something, even something quick, and you're like, oh, I'm so excited. I had a friend the other day at church that was so excited about going home and making beef wellington. I think he was more excited about making it than eating it. <laughs> Now, that, that was a servant, but it was like, I've never done this before, and I'm excited about the process, and I'm going to learn. And I'm thinking right now, how much more joyful would our life be if we realized that? If we took so much joy, if every day we could call it an adventure, even when we're just sitting down, reading the Word. If we could call it an adventure, just getting our kids ready for school. If we could call it an adventure, adventure, just sitting down writing a note to a friend. Because it is. Friends, we're moving towards eternity. And when we're doing something in the name of Christ, through the power of Christ, under the guidance of Christ, we're helping lift up Jesus' name. We're fighting back the forces of evil. And when we spend that time sitting and waiting instead of just plowing forward, and we're, do, we're doing it right. I mean, I suppose we could have the other kind of adventure, which I've had, where we just go ahead and do things because we're too impatient to wait or because we're afraid something's not going to happen. Or like in the case of Israel, when Moses is up on the mountain for 40 days, they weren't real good at waiting. So they're like, let's just go make a golden calf and worship some meltdown, melted down earrings. So yeah, I guess we do get an adventure when we're not waiting on God, when we're not preparing. But it's not the kind we think it'll be. It's not the kind we want it'll be, want it to be. And I'm just really convicted again this morning about how ready I am to rush towards the adventure, to the challenge, to the end, and how easy it is for me to create disaster or at the very least to make things more difficult for me. I want to have a heart that learns to just sit and be still and know that God is God. I want to have a heart that can celebrate the quiet moments or months or years, not as an empty space, but a time of silence that is full of God's presence, just like Moses being in God's presence for 40 days. doesn't say that God did much of anything then other than the Ten Commandments, that probably took him a second and a half because he's God. But just those moments of being with God, the moments of growing in wisdom and stature, those moments with our friends, the lunches, the coffees, 
the little conversations on the way in and out of church. That's the real adventure. With Jesus, you're the adventure. Forgive me, God, for all the times where I'm quick to jump to the conclusion, where I'm just quick to want to have the event, or do the, just have the answer, Lord Jesus, where I want to skip that growing in wisdom and stature or that preparation time. I want to skip Leviticus and skip right to the end of Revelation, God, but there is joy in that preparation. There's joy in that hope, that confident expectation, and not what you're going to do but what you're already doing and what you've done Lord Jesus give me the faith to celebrate every moment every breath as a gift from you and thank you for caring enough God not to just throw us into things but to prepare our hearts and to grow in us and nothing not a moment is wasted with you God there's a purpose of it all because you use it all and we thank you and we glorify in your name amen be blessed in your daily adventure no matter how slow or fast loud or quiet it is 